Let's give Jesus a clap offering. Yeah. Come on, let's big up Jesus because he is worthy. If you don't know God, you need to know that God loves you and he cares about you so much. He really does. So my name is Leon. It's my privilege to bring the message to you today. And the title of our message is called Freedom Through Forgiveness. Because God wants freedom for you. Do you want to be free? I'm sure you want to be free. Two of my favorite verses are, for who the sun sets free is free indeed. Definitely. And who the sun sets free is free indeed. And it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. When I think about freedom, the picture that comes to mind is that I used to work in a secondary school. And we had a couple of students who chose to use some creative language to describe how they felt about certain staff members. So, their consequence was to be isolated from their friends. So they had to complete their school days in isolation. I will never forget when that period came to an end and they came out of isolation. They were like, we're free! They rejoiced, they were so happy because they got to enjoy their friends and school the way they was always meant to. And God wants you to be free to enjoy your life and relationships the way you were always meant to. We've been looking at the life of Joseph, and the major part of Joseph's story is that Joseph was a slave, then a prisoner, but then he became free, and he was leading the nation of Egypt alongside Pharaoh. So Joseph was a slave, a prisoner, and then he became free. But my question to you is, when was Joseph actually freed? Because I want to suggest to you that Joseph was not freed after his slavery ended, after his sentence ended or even when he was ruling next to Pharaoh. But Joseph's freedom came much later. I say this because I feel like in life, we can see people who are doing really well. And we can say, oh, wow, they're in places of success. They're in places of position. And we assume that they are free, but often they are not. Often inside, they are broken. Am I speaking to you? That maybe to so many people, you seem to be successful, you seem to be whole, you seem to have got it all together. But you know deep down inside, when you're by yourself, you're all kinds of messed up and hurt and broken. And that's what I see when I think of Joseph's story. I see that even Joseph is no longer a slave, he's no longer a prisoner, and he's ruling the nation, a success in the eyes of many, that inside, he was still broken and in many ways, still a slave and still a prisoner. So you may be thinking, Leon, how do you see that? I mean, where do you read that? Is that one of those JW Bibles you're reading? Come with me, and let's look at Joseph's story. We're going to go to Genesis 45, verses 1 to 4. For those of you who are not familiar with his story, I'll give you a quick background. Joseph is one of many brothers, but his father favored him. So his brothers hated him and they wanted him dead. So they planned to kill him. But just before they actually like, put the knife to his throat, they had the opportunity to sell Joseph into slavery. So they sold him to Egyptian slave traders who brought Joseph to Egypt. From there, he ended up in prison for a crime he didn't commit. But God was with Joseph the whole time. And God saw him through that whole situation, and then he took him out of prison, and he made him a ruler of the nation of Egypt, only second to Pharaoh. Great to see how God can make all things work together for good. So as we read this story, Genesis 45, we're going to pick it up and see what happens next. So Genesis 45, verses 1 to 4. 
Then Joseph could not control himself before all who stood before him. And he said, make everyone go out from me. So no one stayed to Joseph when Joseph made himself known to his brothers. For his brothers had traveled all the way to Egypt to buy provisions because there was a great famine in the land. So everybody went out. So it was only Joseph and his brothers left alone. He wept aloud. Joseph wept so loud that all the Egyptians heard it and the whole household of Pharaoh heard it. Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? But his brothers could not answer him before they were dismayed at his presence. So Joseph said again, come near to me, please. And they came near. And he said to them, I am your brother Joseph, whom you sold into Egypt. Joseph cried aloud. The pain of all the years just came flooding back. And even though Joseph was such a success in the eyes of many, and he saw how God did such great things, it didn't take away all the hurt and the pain that Joseph felt and all the hurt and the pain that he had experienced. The Bible said that Joseph cried aloud. And you know when someone cries aloud, that's a deep pain. That's a pain deep inside of them. And so many people, they go through life with this deep pain, pain at a heart level. And they get on and they do so well. But at times, that pain gets triggered. It's that thing that people say. It's that conversation whenever it comes up. It's that person whenever you see them, all that pain just comes flooding back and leaves you wrecked. You see, Joseph, he did so well, but he had so much pain left in his heart. Pain that he was yet to be healed from. Joseph's pain was his own brothers. His own flesh and blood, they hated him and they wanted him dead. And the only reason they didn't kill him is because they thought we might as well make some money off his life that we have no regard for. The message couldn't have been any clearer. The pain couldn't have been any severer. That when the people who should love you, the people who should care for you, are the ones who hate you, neglect you, and cause you the most pain. That pain can be life-altering. And this is what, exactly what was happening with Joseph. I mean, Joseph, he did so well. And rightly, he's often our example as Christians about how to have a good spirit and how to persevere in the face of adversity. And through his life, we say how God can make all things work together for good. But it does not take away the truth of what happened to Joseph and the pain of it all. The pain that he felt and now still feels. So many of us, we've gone through life trying to cover up all the hurts and the pain, but at times that pain just comes flooding back. And this is what happened to Joseph in this situation. So the pain's got to be dealt with. The hurt has got to be dealt with. It's got to be healed so Joseph can be free. Because all of Joseph's success is underpinned by this hurt. So, what now? God is what now. 
because God cares about us. God loves us, and he wants us to be free. So even though Joseph was no longer a slave, no longer a prisoner, he was still trapped. But God had complete freedom for Joseph. He had healing for Joseph and complete, total freedom for him. And the way to Joseph's freedom was through forgiveness. And I want to say to you that God might be saying right now to you that the way to your freedom, the way to your healing is through forgiveness. You see, forgiveness is needed when a wrong has been done. When somebody has done wrong to somebody, maybe they did wrong once, or maybe they did wrong continuously. Or maybe someone should have did right, but they didn't, and that was their wrong. That is why forgiveness is needed. You see, Joseph's story, it couldn't end with him being a success and leading beside Pharaoh. Why? Because he still wasn't free. And Joseph would not be free until he confronted the issue, he confronted the hurt, he confronted the pain, and he confronted forgiveness face to face. And that is exactly what God had in store for Joseph. Because God wanted him to be free. So let's go forward a few chapters. We're going to go to Genesis 50, verses 15 to 17. So if you can turn there into your Bibles, on your apps. So, Genesis 50, verses 15. So, at this point in the story, Joseph's brothers, they've gone back to collect their father, and they've brought him to Egypt. So the whole family now has been reconciled, and they're living in Egypt under Joseph's care. But now, Jacob, their father, has now passed away. Let's read from Genesis 50, verses 15 to 17. So, when Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead... They said, it may be that Joseph will pay us back for the evil that we did to him. So they sent a message to Joseph saying, your father gave us this command. Say to Joseph, please forgive the transgression of your brothers and their sin. Because they did evil to you. And now, please forgive the transgression of the servants of the God of your father. Joseph wept when they spoke to him. Please forgive the evil we did to you. Forgive the wrong that we did to you. We did wrong to you, Joseph. We did you wrong. Forgive the wrong that we did to you. Joseph's brothers, they did not try and excuse what they did, but they owned up to their wrong. They didn't try and say, oh, it's because you were arrogant, that's why we did it. But no, they owned up to the wrong that they did. It takes a lot of maturity to own up to our wrongs and not to try to justify them or try to excuse them. But when we can own up to the wrongs that we do to people, it gives that wronged person their dignity back. When we can own up to the wrongs that we do to people, it gives that wronged person the chance to hold that wrong in their hands. It gives them a chance to say, you know what, I can now choose to forgive this. I can now choose to let it go, and I can choose to be free. It takes so much maturity and so much humility to own up to the wrongs that we do to people. But that is the way to forgiveness. We've got to own up to our wrongs. 
Not only did Joseph need to forgive his brothers, his brothers also needed his forgiveness. Why? Because his brothers were also trapped in fear. They were afraid. They were afraid that Joseph one day was just going to be like, you know what? I'm going to get those guys back, you know. <laughs> they were afraid that one day Joseph was just going to switch on them. So they needed his forgiveness so they could be free. So they could be free from fear and know that Joseph actually loved them and cared about them and not just for the sake of their father. Forgiveness is the key to freedom. See, forgiveness is often the start and it's a crucial part to letting go of hurt, letting go of pain, letting go of fear and letting go of guilt. So relationships can be reconciled and rebuilt. Forgiveness is so important. So, forgiveness is needed when a wrong has been done. And I think I'd be safe to assume that we've had wrongs done in our life. The only question is, which side of the wrong are you on? Are you the one who needs to forgive? Or are you the one who needs to be forgiven? Maybe you need to say to somebody, what you did hurt me, but I forgive you, and I'm letting it go. Or maybe you need to say to somebody, I know what I did hurt you. Please forgive me. Forgiveness leads to freedom. For so many people, they never get to that point. They never address the hurt. They never address the issue. And for years, they just skirt around the whole thing, never actually dealing with it. Just saying, you know what? I won't even bother. You know what? I'll just push it to one side. You know what? Maybe I should have got over it by now. Or maybe they should have got over it by now. But guess what? They haven't and you haven't. And no matter how successful you become, or no matter the, the, the things that people say about you, it's not going to change the way you feel inside. It's not going to change that you feel inside insecure, small, hurt, guilty, ashamed. But God is saying, no, no, no more. No more covering it up. I have hope for you. I have healing for you. I have freedom for you. That's what God wants for you. He wants you to be free. And the way for your freedom is through forgiveness. Now, I'm not saying that this is easy. Not at all. But it is possible with God. One of my things that I say to God is, God, I want to preach what I practice. I, just want to, I don't want to just stand on a stage and say things where I don't actually live it. So I say, God, I want to preach what I practice. And God loves to answer prayers like that. So this year, God had me confront a past hurt. When I was a teenager, my father, I went to live with him in London for the first time. And I was a very awkward teenager. Very, very awkward. And I didn't really know how to conduct myself around my father and stepfamily because it's my first time living with them. So I caused a few issues for my father and stepfamily. So what happened is, my father, not really knowing how to deal with me, he kind of, there was a moment where he got aggressive with me. He got physical with me. Hoping that, that somehow would heal the situation. But it didn't. All it did is it, it hurt me. And it made me petrified of my father. And that whole situation just kind of ended all messily. Up until even today, not too long ago, 
I'd still be nervous in his presence. But the thing is, God loves us. And my dad, he loves me. And I love him. And God wanted to bring healing to that. He wanted to bring freedom to that. You see, I would never allow myself just to really love my dad and his family or for them to love me and accept me for who I am because of the fear, because of the hurt and the pain. But God was like, Leon, you've got to be free from this so you can be free to love them and they can be free to love you. So Father's Day this year, I went down there. I went down there with the hope of being healed from this. And when I got there, God was there. We addressed the hurt, we addressed the pain, and healing came. I cried because I had to let go of that hurt, had to let go of that fear. And my dad, he hugged me, he told me that he loved me. Forgiveness came, healing came, and freedom came. And now, me and my dad, we're free to love each other in a way we've probably not before. And dad, I know you love me. You ate lobster for me. You definitely love me. Maybe the person that you need to have that conversation isn't alive anymore. Or maybe they're not around. But you can still have that conversation with God. With God, you can get together and say to that person who's done that wrong, you did wrong to me and you hurt me. And I've been carrying that hurt around for so many years. But guess what? I'm now going to forgive you and I'm going to let it go because I need to be free. I'm not saying it's easy, but you can address the hurt, you can forgive, and you can let it go, and you can be free. Or maybe it's time for you to apologize. Maybe it's time for you to find that person who you've done that wrong to and apologize for your wrong. I'm not saying that they're going to forgive you, They may or they may not. But what's important is that you recognize your wrong and that you seek forgiveness. The one thing I can assure you of is that God in Jesus is willing to forgive you. Because Jesus, when he was nailed to the cross, he said, Father, forgive them because they do not know what they are doing. They don't know the impact it's going to have. They don't know the damage it's going to cause years down the line. But God did. And he made a way for you to be forgiven. The truth is, we all need to be forgiven. Because we've all done something wrong to somebody. We've ultimately all done wrong to God. And we need his forgiveness. But just like Joseph's brothers, if we come to God and own up to our wrongs and say, God, I've done wrong. I've done wrong against others and I've done wrong against you. I've sinned against you, God. Please forgive me. The Bible says that God is good and just to forgive you. So, as I bring this message to a close, I'm going to leave you with two suggestions. You can have freedom, but you're going to have to go through forgiveness, which means you're going to have to address the wrong and address the person or persons involved in that wrong. So maybe you've got to go to somebody and forgive them, or you got to go to somebody and seek forgiveness. So you can be that person that you know you are inside. So you can be free to love and free to live the way God has always desired you to. So, as I close this message, I'm going to say a prayer. I'm going to ask you to repeat after me. 
Let's go. God, I am sorry. I am sorry for the wrongs that I have done. I am sorry for the wrongs that I have done to others and the wrongs I have done to you. Please forgive me. God, help me to forgive the people who did wrong to me. God, I forgive the people who did wrong to me. God, I let it go. Bring your healing so I can now be free. Now I am free. I am free to love. I am free to love others. I am free to love myself. And I am free to love you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. BCC, everybody online, God loves you, cares about you. Be free. Let's worship.